Well, my next guest really needs no introduction. It's Mayo Senior Men's Football Manager, James Horn, who joins us here on the Saturday Sports Show. James, many thanks for taking our call and joining us here on CRCFM. No problem. More than welcome. Good to talk. May I begin with a reflection on last year? A lot of time has settled since the All-Ireland Final. Have you had uh, any thoughts in the preceding months that have passed that have made you think differently upon the year? Or have you felt that it was a productive one in terms of seeing many new players come in and make an impact on the stage? Uh, look, we, we, we very unusual, very different year last year um, to anything that had come before with, with you know, those two two seasons, really. The, we, we, the first one, where the majority of the National League was played, and then we had, obviously, the, the resumption later on in the year. So there were very different seasons for us. Um, and, um, you know, for the, for the second part of the season, we, we, we took a slightly different approach and, and um, just, I suppose, appreciated and enjoyed the season and the, and, and the game time that we had. So uh, with, with that came a lot of new players um, that were developed uh, hugely during the shutdown, um, you know, doing a lot of individual work. So with a lot of young players that came through very, very strongly and, you know, you obviously saw some of them um, with, with, with O'Sheen, Owen, Tommy in particular, but put put underneath that we had Jack Coyne, we had Ryan O'Donoghue, uh, we had Rory Brickenden, we 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 had numerous others as well that were pushing very very hard, and 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 this season they'll they'll, they'll push further. So look overall their their development and their growth brought us from um, you know a disappointing first part of the year to to um, to a very interesting second part, and 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 overall if you you know to answer your question to reflect back on it, we'd be very happy with a lot of the progress that we made. For sure, and bringing and integrating so many, so many new players into into the highest level of the of the GEA. So we'd be very happy from that point of view. Obviously, very disappointed on the on, on the final and 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 the results. But we've certainly lots to take take from from the year and and lots to work on. And and look, really looking forward to when we get back out on the pitch. I guess the main news story has been the retirement of some of the mainstays of your teams in the recent times. The likes of Keith Higgins, Tom Parsons, David Clark, and Donny Vaughan and Chris Barrett hanging up their boots. Was that expected that they would all retire at the same time? It was kind of a, a dreaded week where they were announcing day on day that they would be leaving the setup. Was that something that was planned by themselves or by management? Um, look at it. Firstly, the, the, the first thing say is, is what brilliant characters and what brilliant people they've been for, for, for Mayo football. Um, their level of excellence, sustained excellence over over majority of them over well over a decade for Mayo GA has been has been phenomenal. Um, you know, a lot of them were living up in Dublin, you know, a lot of them are very ambitious guys, very capable guys that have had significant jobs, a lot of them have kids now at this stage. So so all that comes and, and sort of time waits for no man, you know. So there was there was um there was a lot of that. But I suppose the timing of it, a lot of people thought it was very coordinated, but it wasn't. If you look at the season the way it was and the the end of the year and and some of the guys stayed on and were brilliant support last year for for the younger guys that came through and make no mistake that those younger guys that came through significantly benefited from some of the some of the experience of, of, of the more senior guys last year. So that was a huge help and I suppose when they looked at it and looked at the timing of it and, you know, December 18th when the season was over, it was a sort of a natural sort of watershed, um, if, you, if you like. And then when, they, when, when, when you know, we, we caught up a few weeks later, um, you, you know, before the, before the season or before work for the season started, I suppose it was, it was 
there was a a perfect storm in a way of of you know for some for some of those guys and and, and look it was great that they could um do it on, on 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 their own terms and some of those guys would still um i i'm convinced and you know offer something for for, for male football but but their life their family their 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 careers and everything are are are, are very important and you know they, they they made the decisions um what was best themselves which is absolutely 100 right after everything that they've given so we wish them the the best of luck we do miss them around the best but but as a, to your to answer to your first question um some some of the characters that that have come in and that have quickly adapted to set up it's it's, it's really refreshing and, and we're, we're we're really looking forward to playing football again Many people were surprised, I suppose, the adept ability of the likes of Tommy Conroy and Ushin Mullin and Owen McLaughlin that you mentioned, how they were able to make an impact so quickly into the inter-county stage. There's kind of been a narrative of players taking their time, being drip-fed for a while, experiencing that level. But at such a young age, is it something to do with the production of players within the academy in Mayo that has seen them be able to make the grade so quickly? I think it's it's mainly the the mindset of 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 those players themselves. Obviously, the underage structures have an influence and an impact for sure. But but you you know you, you take Ryan O'Donoghue, who we didn't really mention there. You know his soccer career, his his early sports career. You know he he was up and down to Dublin boxing um, at a high level at an early stage of his career. Every Saturday morning, getting up at half four to to, to drive to Dublin. You know so there's these guys are very focused and very dedicated and very ambitious in, in, in their sports and as, as well as their life. So it's their their willingness to learn and try new things and take risks that really set them apart, I suppose, um, and how they learned and adapted and were willing to learn so so, so quickly. So that, that's a huge part of it, the mindset that they came in with. And like when they come in and they, they see Stevie Cohen and Jeremy O'Connor doing, and Killian and Aidan and all these guys, when they see them trying to do everything humanly possible to grow and develop and improve it's 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 an, it's very infectious so so they just took that and it, it's bond and, and and went there you know so that that environment that we have is um is very important for their for their growth would i be able to ask you about the period of time after your first spell in charge of the Mayo footballers you spent some time working in the media writing newspaper columns and working for sky sports We've all kind of become a lot more aware of the media in our lives in the past year or so due to the pandemic. Was there something you learned while being behind the media lens during that period of time that has served you well this time around as Mayo manager? Personally, that's a question. Um, I, I, look, my, my, my time off, um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, as you said, I worked with numerous role with the star and did a bit of work with Air and Sky uh, and various, various, um, various things. Um, you know, was involved in Westport for a while. Was involved in in Turnock Moor hurling team in, in in Galway for a while. So kept busy trying to learn and develop and grow. And you know, when I was when I was working with a lot of those bases, you know, I was working with Mark O'Shea, um, you know, Jim McGuinness, Peter Canavan, um, a lot of these guys. You know, Donahue, a lot of a lot of these guys and. Um, even in conversation and going through things with them, there's a lot of time off the camera. You know, you 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 would know that when you're when you're covering a game, it's the hour and a half that the game is on is only the smallest part of the day to to prep uh, and be there in advance. So you have plenty of time to have coffees and 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 different chats with with different people and get different perspectives. So you're always learning or picking up stuff um, from 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 
most experienced guys in the game and some of the best players that were ever in, in the history of the game. So you're always learning something there. So look, and I really enjoyed that time and, and for sure picked up a lot that way. And I suppose the media as well. And it's it's such a such a necessary part of of, of the game and, and and building the game that we have, you know. So so um I think it's important that that, that we work together um to try and grow to try and grow the game, obviously taking into account um the, the needs and 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 um of, of the players and, and respecting that and, and 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 making sure that the players aren't I suppose overburdened with maybe some of the media stuff, which 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 can happen, you know, particularly from a social media point of view. There's there's lots of stuff going on there all the time, so so uh, it's also important that we're respectful of the players and and and, and mind them to a certain extent. Is that something that you've had to kind of implement some sort of? I suppose we've all seen across the water and throughout the world the negative impact of social media. Is that been something you've had to bred into the younger players, maybe remind them about the responsibilities or perhaps even just ignoring social media altogether? Look, it's it's, it's challenging. You know, new players that come in, there's, you know, every sort of generation or every group of players that comes in every couple of years is different and things are changing all, all the time. And I suppose we'd be, we'd be, We'd be very conscious of that, and even in the backroom team, you know, with James Burke, who's 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 a teacher, so would know would know a lot of the the, the changes and trends that are happening. And, and like a lot of the players that we have in now are nineteen, twenty, you know, they're very different to, to some of the guys are, uh, you know, that are 30, 32, 33 or whatever. It's just it's just changing and evolving. I suppose it's nothing to be um, to be scared of. We, 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 should, you know, it's a big part of their life, so we just embrace and just try and help help um, help the, the newer guys maybe understand um, the, the impact it, it 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 can have on them, particularly when they're playing for Mayo, um, and and there's so many eyes um, looking looking at them uh, all the time. So it's just to, to raise that awareness more than putting in mandatory sort of yeses or noes. I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that does that work on? On, on, on the youth of today to, to, to a certain extent but but I think I think just helping or, or making people aware of, of, of maybe some of the pitfalls that can be out there um, look there can be lots of good stuff from, from, from social media for sure but, but there can be lots of pitfalls as well Can I ask you on the introduction of Kieran McDonald into the Mayo setup what exactly has he brought to the skills and the coaching methods that we've seen throughout the Mayo players this year? Ah, it's a huge amount, and, and look with with on the coaching ticket with Martin and James James Burke as well. Um, you know, still playing with Ballymun, um, brilliant, brilliant coach that's 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 developing all the time. But but Kieran um, has has added to to what we have, and again, an, an excellent coach. Um, and a lot of people might know that. You know, they associate him obviously with his his playing days and what he could do. But I I, I think he's an even better coach. Um, in his understanding of of what's needed and, and how to communicate that and how to get players to to um, to go through that and try and understand that it's it that, that's a that's a huge skill in itself. So it's a very good appreciation of of of, of understanding and 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 and, and play uh, thinks about it thinks about it deeply. So look at work. He's been a brilliant addition and um, still still growing and, and and learning all the time. The decision to play Connor Loftus at midfield. Uh, raised the eyebrows of, of many pundits and fans alike throughout the last year. However, he did play there for his club, Cross Molina, throughout the Intermediate Championship. Was it a situation where you saw his club form and he excelled in that role for Cross Molina, or was it earmarked before then? 
Well, look, we've, yeah, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's funny how things, um, some of them by design, some, some of them just, just the way things happen, or there could be injuries here, or we could have a lot of players available for certain positions, so that opens up other positions. So all that, that mix, mix is there. But, but certainly the club season, for us last year, we were at, at, at all the games, and, and you know, uh, here in McDonald's had a lot of training sessions. So we, we got a very up, up close view of, uh, of how players were doing and where they were playing with their clubs and where they were traveling for their clubs. And, and we were at a lot of the, the, the crossing line games last year, and, and Connor did very extremely well from the middle of the field. Um, yeah, you know, he's a very he's a very strong jumper for the ball um, for, for a size, and is very good at timing his run coming through the middle, and you know, scored a lot for. For, for cross line it was very dangerous. So so we tried him uh, in the middle field based on based on club form and just 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 other factors. And and look, he 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 had a strong season and he's trying to push on already. And, and looking forward to to the, to the season coming up. Just in terms of Ushin Mullen, a lot of speculation surrounding his future within the green and red jersey. Has he had any discussions with clubs in Australia, or are there any other players within your ranks that may be tempted to go down under for a spell? Look, Oshin is 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 a brilliant brilliant year for us, and is um is is a very exciting prospect for 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 us for sure, and, and will only get better um with with the mindset and attitude that he has. So he's fully focused at the minute on 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 Mayo GA and 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 where he can go and how he can develop. Um, there will always be noise around certain players. There's no doubt about it. Um, but at 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 the moment, Oshin is is is. Fully committed, enjoying enjoying his, his Gaelic. Uh, had had a, had a very strong year, and um, uh, there's plenty more to come from from Ushin. I'm sure he's looking forward to a spell of intermediate football as well, having won the, the county junior championship. Is that something that is different this time around? There, when you are taking players into the setup, they're coming from different grades of football within the county. Has that changed in recent times when it may have been more exclusively junior or senior footballers that would have worn the Mayo jersey? Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, we've we've a lot from different clubs and different situations, um, different grades, as as you say. And I suppose, you know, last year when we got the chance to work with some of the clubs, the, the importance of uh, you know we had a couple of of, of of Zoom calls where we went went through maybe um, just maybe optimum sessions and what's strong, you know, from an S and C point of view, and and how we could integrate and, and work together. I think that I think that. That worked worked well, so it's in our interest, you know. I said at intercounty level that the club game is as strong as can possibly be, and that as much knowledge and expertise in the club game as there possibly can be, so that the trainings and the quality of trainings and the prep and everything at club level is 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 high. So if that's high, then they come in, they'll come into us at 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 a, at a higher level, um, or I have have more awareness um, of, of some of the requirements or what's required as regards preparation. So. We're very we're very keen to work with the clubs to make sure that that that, that um we're 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 all everyone's lined up together for the development there. Can I get your thoughts on some of the COVID rules that have come into the game, the likes of the split season that we saw last year? What did you make of that? Allowing club players, I suppose, to have that period of time with their club, and then the intercounty players solely focused on the All Ireland Championship as it was then. Is it something you'd support? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's key. Um, it, the, the situation that there was over the last number of years has been very difficult for players. You know, you had, you know, you've under twenties pulling. You know, which is a competition that was thrown in on top of everything else. You, you, you know, you have Sigerson, 
Um, you had sort of clubs starting up and you had, you had inter-county ongoing. So the player was the one that was, was, was getting pulled. And that's your our approach was completely give them um completely give them to the to, to the clubs. Um I, I think it made a happier player. Um they enjoyed their club football. I think you saw that you saw the benefit of that in the quality of the games. Um and 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 you know we 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 caught up for a coffee here and there pretty much during that period from 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 an inch county point of view. Um and and that and that was it. And when the players came back, they were sort of ready to come back and and, and were keen to to get together and, and see where we go with the county setup. So so I, I think it's great. Um, I think it's important, you know, that this year that you're seeing that the intercounty game first. I think it was the other way around. It could lead to it could lead to some complications. Um, you know, with with the pull of intercounty to to prepare for that and then to play the club, it can, it can be different. You know, the the, the periodization and the, the conditioning of it can be very different at different times than what the competitions are. So I think having the intercounty first and done and out of the way makes makes perfect sense for me. And in terms of the water break that has been introduced, what do you make of that new rule? Yeah, we're we're mad to change rules in Gaelic. Um, there's so many new rules changing again this year. There's there's New rules. I think there's, there could be a, a head concussion. There could be the water carrier is gone. Um, the water break is still there, I believe. Um, there's various other things being discussed. So it can be can be difficult to to to, to, to keep up. I'm not, I I I don't really see the benefits of the water break. Um, I, I think it does break momentum. And you know we've seen in games. If you analyze some of the games last year, there's been big momentum swings in games as a result of water breaks and teams coming out that might have been under pressure and being, it gives them a reset and gives them a chance to, so, so I'm, I'm not sure, you know, um, having them is, 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 I'm not sure the rationale um, behind it at, at this stage. So, so no, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a huge fan. Is it something that you had to, I suppose, coach into the players and keeping in mind throughout the games coming up to each water break, especially as you mentioned, the potential of losing the momentum that you'd have going into one? Ah, sure, and and there's, you know, it's like mini half times. You, you, you know, if it's there and it's in you, 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 you adapt accordingly. So, so we prepare that, and even you know, in in, in games that you'll be playing in house games, you, you know, you you build in the water break and what happens, and because you know you've a, you've a minute before the team goes out, and you know, if you think about it at the start of it, we'd referees blowing whistles, and one team wasn't out, and one team was, and all this madness associated with it. So, um. But yeah, you you, you would adapt accordingly. Look at it's time you, you get a chance to get a to, to get a breather and reset and away you go. So so you would you'd you'd work around it. Can I ask you on the decision of Peter Nocton of Knockmore to decide to opt play for Sligo? He was the top scorer in the club championship here in Mayo. Were you disappointed to see him line out for Sligo uh, for the upcoming season? No, Peter, Peter's Peter's decision and and and, and um best best to look to him. Um look we we have a huge amount of, of of, of strong players and maybe you know really young players coming through that as I said with the with, with the mindset to really grow and develop so so um look we're 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 working with those guys and look at Peter's decision that the, the best of luck to him. Some of the players that will be returning for this new season, hopefully the likes of Jason Doherty will be returning. Brendan Harrison, of course, as well, back from a long-term injury. Will they be expected returnees into the setup uh, or will they have to play their way back in? Yeah, look, um um Two significant characters around the place for us and, and are, are, are rehabbing very, very well. So, look, we'd be very keen to get them 
those guys back on the back on the field, the the leadership skills they have as well. So, um, but when we get back on the field, it, it, because it's going to be such a shotgun start, we we could have games every every week, um, every weekend. So it really will be who's who's running on top of the ground or who's ready as soon as you go back training. It it won't be about experience or or who did well last year or whatever. Um, it'll be about who's who's playing well. Um, and who's on the stuff, and that's the way it'll have to be this this season. The way it's the way it's designed. So so um, yeah, it's it's everyone's in in with the shot. In the past, you've had uh, the ability to have an open combine or trial of players from within the county to showcase their skills. Will COVID hamper that possibility for this year, or do you even feel comfortable within the number of players you have within the ranks as it currently stands? Yeah, look, as I said, we had a lot of retirees, but we've 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 been in contact with a lot of um, guys from around around the county that have been did very well um, with with their clubs last year um, and have shown potential, to, you know, to to have some of the key characteristics and, and traits for county football. So we're we're doing some work with them um, to to see how it pro- progresses. So so we we've 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 a wide scope, I suppose, at the moment, and in, in, in who we're looking at. Um, um, but 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 having said that, um, if there's guys or we hear guys that are that are you know developing or growing that, that can offer something to the to the county setup, we'll we'll always keep, keep door open. Um, it will be more difficult because there won't be you know college games or or, or whatever happening. But but um, we're we're in contact with a lot of players to make sure that they're they're, they're they are developing. There will be a lot of focus on the number one position since the retirement of David Clark. Is it expected that Robbie Henley will be the presumed number one coming into the next year, or will there be major competition for that jersey? Look, there's, as, as I said, um, there's no team uh, picked picked yet, and and um, you know Robbie, obviously, we know is an excellent keeper, and and will be pushed very hard. We Rory Burning with us last year as well, who's who's who developed at a, at a huge amount of rate. So there's great competition between between the keepers and and. It'll be, no, it'll be no different this year. So again, it's 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 who's on form, and we 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 we'll pick a we'll pick a team, and we'll, we'll we'll go with it. Just going back to your time away from Mayo football when you were there with Turnock Moore, did you embark on a, a sport management uh, course at that time as well? I, I was doing a, at the time. I was, I was finishing a, a, a master's with UCC in in in. Um, in coaching and personal management, um, so so I was doing that. A lot of the, a lot of the things in that are are, are obviously around coaching. Um, a lot of from a business and executive point of view, but the principles and everything are exactly the same. So um, look, I, I, I'm I'm interested in loads of different different sports, and and look at hurling is something that I um, I just think it was a brilliant game, and, and I was interested to to see um, you know how the the approach and and, and even the different in the difference. In, in outlook and, and and that kind of stuff. So so I had a really interesting year. There's some 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 brilliant characters up there and brilliant players. Donnie Burke was was up there. So um and and, and many other um going to county players. So it's good to, to 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 work with them to see to see their approach. So so I learned a lot during that that period. Did you find anything different totally to game of Gaelic football that you were able to maybe bring back to Mayo in your second spell? Um. I suppose from the from the course that I did, obviously, you know, coaching is 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 um, really interesting in that it's 
obviously technical elements to whatever game, whatever game it is that you're playing, you know, the skills-based stuff comes from there. But coaching is coaching people, um, regardless of the sports or the circumstance or the job or or, or, what, or whatever it is. So that's something from certainly from the course that I I, I, I took back and and you know the I suppose the the different areas of a, of a player's life um, that how important they are to be in balance. Opposed to you know to make sure that a player can perform like he can on the field, you know everything else needs to be sort of in harmony with with that. So, so the, I suppose the whole person, uh, more so than just the player, is really important. Just on the I suppose the recent poll that was released on by Ireland Thinks regarding the splitting up of the county of Dublin for the upcoming year, is that something you'd agree with? It, it did poll the people of Mayo at a, one of the highest levels. Is that something that you think should be considered or at least within the GEA infrastructure and in terms of funding, is that where our attention and focus should lie in terms of uh, looking to see a change in that regard? My, my, my attention and focus is on, on Mayo GEA um, and doing everything we can to be as strong and, and, as, and as good as, as, as we can be. And that's, what, that's where it'll always be. There, there's always going to be... Um, Stories and suggestions, and you know, from from championship structure to 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 whatever. So, I I don't I don't have the time really to to think or worry about that. We've, we've so much going on here that we want to we want to try and get right in in, in Mayo GA and, and look, that's where that's where all my my attention and focus will be. What you know, like the rule changes again, like whatever whatever happens happens. There's no I can't. I put my energy on there. It's wasted energy. So so um, I I try and put all my energy where 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 with the new ground being put in at Mikhail Park is that something that yourself and the players would have advocated for home performances and results have been quite unfortunate in recent times is there an appetite for a change there with the infrastructure that is currently at play in Mikhail Park look I I think the quality of the pitch in Mikhail Park isn't good I think any player that that has played on that and has played on other county grounds will, will, will say exactly that. Um, it's a sort of a, I know it sounds strange, but it's a slow type of surface. Um, it's 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 a, it's a little bit up and down. And you know when we played on on um, other grounds or say when we've trained up in Abbottstown or even in Crow Park, it, the pace of the game is completely different. You know with GPS and everything, you now you can you can measure how how you know the tempo of the game or the meters per minute or whatever it is. So. On 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 Mikhail Park, it's 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 different to other top pitches, and the type of game that we play it suits us. We wanted we would you know the, the biggest pitch we can get where we can we we can express some of the skills that we have. That's that's what we're looking for. So so looking very supportive of of, of developing Mikhail Park. Is that something you'd like to see to be implemented by the beginning of the next season? Yeah, I look, there's going to be some work on the pitch starting after after the, this 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 season, um, and hopefully it would be it would be in place for. for for next season so I think that work is underway through and finally just in terms of how you're keeping in contact with the players during this lockdown I suppose the uncertainty is there for all of us at the moment how difficult is it to keep the motivation there to keep the I suppose the level of intensity that is required for this time of year within the group of players I'm sure it's testing all your coaching skills at the moment to do so they're very they're very Intrinsically motivated the players, um, you know. So they're doing they're, they're working individually at the moment. They're, they're, they're 
the school the way. So they're they're progressing. You know, we 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 measure as much as we can, or you know, the end results. So you so you have some data to 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 say how they're doing, or you know, like like a lot of club players are doing. You you know, there'd be a measured mile run or whatever, just to get an idea of of, of some indicator of how how progression is going. So look, we'd we'd be we'd be happy. But you know, our, our guys are are usually committed and, and, and dedicated. So I, I don't have any concerns of people not doing not doing stuff. But it's 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 very hard, you know, to keep the, the motivation completely focused when you're doing it by yourself or you're not doing it with your buddies or a group or, or a team or whatever. <clears throat> and then particularly when you don't have a game to to, to look forward to. So sooner we get dates, um, you know, it'll all all votes will rise when 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 we get some dates and we'll we we we'll uh, take take there. Are you hopeful of getting out to play in April? It's hard to know. Um, the decision with April 12th from Northern Ireland was a bit of a, a bit of a surprise. I thought it'd be earlier, but but let's see what happens April 5th. And and um, look, it'd be great to get out on the field as soon as we can. But if we don't, we you know we just have to rock with that too. So we'll see what what unfolds. Excellent stuff. Many thanks, James Horn, for taking our call on the Saturday Sports Show, and I wish you all the best for the upcoming year. Thanks, Stephen. All the best. Thank you.